Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! Of course, the best burger around and uh, stop on by. Great food and drink specials. They'll have Monday Night Football on tonight and uh, all the college games on the weekend as well as the NFL. So it's the place to be, the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus if the game's on, they're open. You can participate by sending us a question. We've got a few questions already for today. All you have to do is go to fhsuathletics.com. When you get to the athletic website, click on Fan Zone. You've got a drop-down menu there at the very bottom. It's Tiger Talk. Ask the coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift card from the great folks here at the Golden Q who want to remind you they're accepting applications for the fourth. Also, karaoke contest coming up on December 7th. So if you're a karaoke person, someone who is good, maybe not good, who cares? Have a lot of fun. That'll be on December 7th. And you want to try out their burger of the month. It's actually the Turkey Jamwich. Had a chance to sample this. It is really, really good. They've also got a, I don't know the name of it, but it's basically stuffing that you'd have on your Thanksgiving meal wrapped up in beer batter and fried. So right there, it is maybe the best thing you'll ever eat. That is also going on now here for the month of November. So you want to try that out along with the burger of the month, the turkey jamwich here at the Golden Q. And with that, we bring in, <laughs> your appetite's going, we bring in head coach Chris Brown. Congratulations. Got a big win. You went into the game down in Tahlequah. I mean, you were the better team. Should have taken care of business. Took a little while to get going, but in the end, it was a fun day. Everybody got to play. Everybody had some success. Been a while since you've had one of those. Yeah, well, it has been, and, you know, it was enjoyable, you know, to see our kids go out there and perform. You know, we didn't start out so hot, you know, offensively, but defensively, we, you know, we stayed to the ground like we have, you know, pretty much all year long. I thought we've done a good job defensively, but it was good to see multiple kids get in the game and, and have some success and, and just getting those reps, those game reps um, uh, is going to help us here, you know, in the long run here in the future, you know, just to get these kids ready to play you know, Tiger football again. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about the future and, and what those young kids did. And you saw it as well. I mean, there's there's some pretty good, talented kids, you know, pretty talented kids out there on the field for us, and they're going to get better as these years go on. And, and I've heard coaches, and you've said this before, whatever the quantitative number, I've heard 10, I've heard 15, whatever it is, but getting a rep in a game as opposed to getting – Practice reps. I mean, yeah, they practice, they do stuff. A lot of kids are on scout team or whatever the case may be. But getting to do it in a game, it's just different. And it doesn't matter who you're playing, whether it's Northwest, Kate, what happens in a game. Or if you miss a block or, or whatever it might be, you know, but in game times, those those situations really do, you know, hurt you. So it's a little bit more important that you make sure you do your job and do your assignment. And uh, our, our kids have been able to do that. You know, they – and they put a lot of time in. You know, they put as much time in as anybody yep. else, you know, in the weight room, in the classroom, you know, film study, um, and in the playbook, and, and whatever they're doing uh, to get themselves on the field. And, and whenever you get a chance, you know, you got to reward them somehow. And uh, you see how hard they play when they get the opportunity to get in yep. there. It's amazing to see, you know, how excited they are and, and the intensity. And, you know, and, and I thought they played really physical, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the young guys that got in there as well. But 
I mean, they put the time and the effort in, and they, and they need to get that opportunity. And, and I don't know what that magical number is, Jordan. I, I, I really don't know whether it's 10, 15, 20. But I know game reps are are, are, are huge, you know, and getting these kids ready to play here in the future. You mentioned physical. I thought you guys were more physical, and I thought your tackling maybe as good as it's been. I know it's Northeastern State. They're trying to – get back on track they're they're kind of young in their rebuilding process but that being said i thought you had some good i mean there are a couple plays it's some one-on-one and if they don't make the play it was going to be some big gains and, and your guys by and large made the plays and it's just, as the year's gone on you because kind of, we're pretty young you know when you when you look at us across the board offensively defensively we we do have a lot of young guys and a lot of guys that haven't really played for us and you can see it start to click, you know, little by little, you know, each week. And, uh, you know, I thought this week they they played really confident and then they made plays that they needed to make and got themselves in a good position defensively. And I thought John Johnson had a great game, you know, you know, in this, in, against Tahlequah. And, uh, you know, he's just he's getting better each week. Mendes um, is getting better each week. And, and you can just see the, the growth of these young men, you know, week in and week out. But, uh, you know, they got a test this week coming up, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we'll, we'll see where they're at. Yeah, Pittsburgh State coming to town. We'll obviously talk about the gorillas as we move on along in the program but you got a little bit more pressure on the quarterback as well i know it's probably not to the liking you would want but uh, uh it's amazing when you can do that how much better the back end of the defense becomes when the quarterback doesn't have time to set and just pick things apart it is you know just keeps a little bit more pressure off of them because i mean it's it's hard to cover you know five six seven seconds you know or a quarterback scrambling up middle keep him in the pocket you know it just puts a lot of pressure on those dbs but it, it was nice to get some pressure and uh no, we need to continue doing that. And then when we blitz, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we, we need to start blitzing. I think we're a little bit timid right now when we go and instead of just, you know, running through people or making somebody miss and getting to the quarterback. But, you know, it's hard as a defensive back, you know, if you don't have guys getting pressure on the quarterback and and making them uneasy. And, and just a little bit of pressure kind of gets those guys uneasy enough where they make a bad throw and make a bad decision. you got a couple of interceptions. That's been a, a challenge, but I think that's well, three straight games now. You've had interceptions in, uh, giving you five for the year. And when you break down this season, there's obviously a lot of factors go into it. One of them has been the turnovers and the turnover margin. You're usually – double digits in the plus you're plus two now it's taken 10 weeks to get into the positive numbers but it is has gotten better here in the last two or three week games it has and it's just it's just a matter of you know those young guys figured it out um playing physical um getting some pressure on the quarterback um you know hitting the running back multiple times not just one one guy at a time but but, but gang tackling and those things and it all goes hand in hand and then just us offensively not turning the ball over mm-hmm. too you know helps out and, and we really haven't done a lot of that lately which knock on wood we don't <laughs> start now because we don't need to but you know it just it all works together and uh you know there's there's times in that game you, you think we could have maybe had one or two more but we're in a decent position and just if we make but we made the play still but you know turnovers or it's about physicality getting pressure on the quarterback you know hitting the heck out of those running backs and and make them cough the ball up we're at the golden q it's tiger talk it's brought to you today by gnl tire and automotive where they're Great November tire sale going on now. It's an annual event. You'll get some of the best deals all year long on tires for all driving conditions and budgets. Of course, they have complete automotive care and repair as well. GNL Tire and Automotive just east of 8th and Main on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We will take our first break. More Tiger Talk from the Golden Q coming up next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Soto started to the left, now lines up right of Fuller. They give it to Adrian. He's going to 
burrow his way into the end zone touchdown for a state there was not a hole initially but soto found the gap and he finds the end zone and the tigers after going three and out on their first two possessions march it down the field and score yeah, are you a good singer or Saturday, are you horrible golden q doesn't judge your three over the Northeastern State Riverhawks, 64-6 the final. And uh, Tiger Talk is brought to you today by Golden Bell Bank of Aves and Ellis. Here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out, goldenbellbank.com. We're getting live at the Golden Q. And uh, it was a slow start, three and out, throwing three total yards, first six plays. And you thought, uh-oh, here we go. But you put together a pretty impressive drive, 13 plays, 69 yards, uh, able to punch it into the end zone at that point and uh, kind of off and running after that. The offense kind of found its stride. Yeah, we did. It's just, you know, a little slow start, but it's, you know, sometimes happening. We really wanted to try to establish the run game and, uh, you know, sometimes it's just finishing the block or, or, or one guy missing his block and it, and it stops you. So, you know, that's something we still want to continue to do is run the ball. I mean, and that's how you win in this conference is being able to run the ball. You just can't pass it all the time. So, you know, we were trying to establish it. You know, we just had a couple slip-ups there and then, and guys missing an assignment here and there, or maybe the back didn't see the hole properly, and you know it gets you, and then they're three and out, and you got to punt, and, and you know good th- good thing our defense did a good job of keeping them out of the end zone. But you know once we got on track and figured out what they were doing, you know exactly, because sometimes you know they do more movement than what you're used to, you know, and, and just watching film, those teams do those things, and you just got to adjust to it, and, and once you do it and figure it out, you know things should be re- you should be able to roll pretty quick after that. 334 yards. I would say you guys figured it out running the football. And I thought I thought both um, uh, Adrian and also Kalen did a good job of, of hitting the hole hard, yet but being patient enough. And then when they got the opportunity to plant and go upfield, they did that. Yeah, they did. You know, now the thing we've got to work on is, is making somebody miss. Um, you know, we do a good job of, of now starting to be impatient, seeing the hole, and now, you know, getting to the second level and making a guy miss and, and, and getting a big run out of it, have something explosive. So, you know, that's something that's still in the works. You know, Soto's young. You know, he, it's this is really his first year starting for us at, at tailback and, and same with Keelan. And it's just getting those guys to be comfortable and confident. And, you know, they are running physical and, and trying to run through people. And sometimes you got to make those guys miss and get a big run. Offensive line. Happy with the way they played. I mean, I know Chance got sacked the one time, but by and large, he had he had time to throw. And as you said, you run for 334 yards. Must have been doing something right. Yeah, they played pretty well. You know, I thought they did some good things. Um, they they got locked in and focused. Um, it's just about you know when I you know after the first two series, this is you know put your mouthpiece in, let's grit down on it and bite and let's go to war and go to battle and let's get these things done and move them off the ball and. You know, after that, they did it. And, uh, you know, so I was pretty pleased with how they did things. They protected Chance pretty well. And you're just the one sacking. You know, that's, that's hard to do yeah. in, in these games these day and age. Chance had a 20-yard run. He matched his career long in that one. And I know at, at times the run is there, and it's that fine line. Do you take it? Do you try to throw? But uh, made a good decision. Got a 20-yard scamper. I think it set up a score eventually. But it seems like he's been trying to do that a little bit more this season. And he's done a good job with it. You know, at times he gets a little bit antsy, you know, and kind of gets himself in a little bit of trouble here and there. But, you know, the last few weeks he's really honed in on, you know, doing his job, doing his assignment, and, and not trying to move around so much. And uh, when it's there, take it. And I just need to learn how to slide so he doesn't get, you know, <laughs> drilled a few times here and there. But, you know, he, he is. He's taking advantage those opportunities when they're there you got to take them if you can get his first downs by doing it go ahead and do it we'll talk more about that here in just a second we're at the bottom of the hour so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification you're listening to tiger talk on the tiger sports network built by paul wertenberger construction 
Equity means more with more tools, more expertise, and more perks. EquityBank.com, 94.3 FM, 1400 AM, KAYS, Hayes. It is Tiger Talk on this uh, Monday, our final football edition of Tiger Talk. We'll have basketball. I'll tell you about the schedule. It's that time of the year. The worlds collide and merge, and we've got a busy week of Tiger athletics for you. We'll tell you about that a little bit later on. But uh, talking football with Coach Chris Brown. Now, Chance had been diving headlong. <laughs> I chuckle. He did try to slide. He just slid really late, and they still hit him, and it was it was a good no call because he got into the slide late. But looks like it's slowly making progress, but it's got to make you nervous when he's out there like that. It does because you don't know. You know, he just – He's just a competitor, you yeah. know, and he's going to try to make every play that he can. He's going to try to get the extra yard that he can, and, and that's just who he is. It's just, you know, being smart, and he is a smart kid, but he just – that's a competitive side yeah. of him. You know, he just wants to do the best that he can for his team and, and make the plays that he can for his team as well. But, you know, he just – it's those little things like that that, that can sometimes hurt you, and um, you just got to be a little bit sooner on it. And he'll learn that as he goes along, but he's just – he's a competitor. Well, and we, we had just talked to him after the game. Obviously playing with a heavy heart. The passing was grandfather uh, last week. He played through the Emporia game with that. But he, he throws four touchdown passes, moves him to number one all-time in career TD passes at 63, surpassing Jacob Mazzaro. Had a nice tweet for him on Sunday congratulating him. He's second in career completions, second in career passing yards, and – 393 from being number one in all-time passing yards. Might need that Saturday against Pitt, but he continues to move up the, the record books at Fort A. State. He's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. Yeah, he is, and he's, he's a tremendous leader. Um, he's, a, he's a great football player. He's smart, um, knows the game you know, very well. A tremendous you know, competitor as well. I mean, everything you want in a guy, you know, and, and that's a chance. And a great teammate. Um, and he'll do anything for you. And, uh, you know, he puts a lot of time and effort into uh, making sure that he's ready, you know, on Saturday and uh, and gets his team ready as well. But, you know, I mean, he doesn't even look at those things. Nope. All he cares about is the wins and losses, and he wants to win, and he's going to do everything he can to make sure he puts his team in the best position to win. Well, the Tigers do on Saturday 64-6 to ends up being the uh, – the final margin, and uh, I'm sure you would have loved to pitch the shutout. They score on the final play of the game, and you had a lot of new guys in there. There were some penalties that uh, kind of played into that, extending that drive, but uh, up until then, it was pretty well well played game, not many penalties, and, and uh, even though those young guys gave up the score, still a great effort on that side of the ball. It was a tremendous effort, you know, and that's hard to do, and you know, they didn't give up hardly any yards at all. I think going into that last quarter, they only had like 45 or 65 yards of, of of total offense maybe, and I think they end up with like 100 and something. I, I can't remember. Something close to that. But, yeah, tremendous job. And, and just the young guys getting in there, you know, they, they're they so anxious to make a play, so they always jump the short routes, you know, and, and then they give it the one behind them, and then they have to go make plays and, and give up some big plays here and there. But, you know, as as they as they mature and grow, they'll, they'll understand that and get better. And, uh, you know, as, as a coordinator, I know Coach Harris, you know, when I was coordinating the same way, he's like, man, did we just put our ones back in so they can't <laughs> score? But you can't do it right. you got to give them the opportunity to play and give them the chance to, to make things happen. Well, the first half, they had their third possession. They got it onto your side of the field. I think they got to the 47. You stopped them, forced them a punt. And they only had two – they had two fourth-quarter possessions. Those were the only other two possessions that made it past – the 50, you got the interception of the end zone by Artiago on the one and then the, the touchdown on the last one. But that says it all. And I know, as you said, they're struggling. But the fact, until the fourth quarter, they had crossed the 50 one time. That I don't care who you are, uh, that that's a good job regardless of who you're playing. It is, and no matter who it is. I mean, that, that is hard to do. And, uh, you know, getting the ball back to our offense so we can score points. And 
But that's tough. Like like you said, it doesn't matter who you're playing. You know, to keep them on their side of the field, you know, continuously through the entire through the entire game it is hard to do. But you know, they did it. But they but you saw them flying around. I mean, they, I think that's the best I've seen our defense really fly around, hit people in the mouth, play physical, um, play with good technique, fundamentals. And I mean, it was across the board. It wasn't just the D line or the linebackers. It was the whole you know eleven guys on the field. You know, doing their job and doing their assignment. We do have several questions. We're going to get them in throughout the program. We appreciate everybody submitting a question. Again, all you have to do is go to fhsuathletics.com, click on Fan Zone. It's a drop down there at the very bottom. Ask the coach. You submit it, and we use it. You'll be in the running for a gift certificate. Um, uh, one of them was about the offense starting slow, not really getting going to the second quarter. Um, what what has to happen to, to click from the very beginning of the game because you're going to play Pitt State Saturday and you're going to need all four quarters on both sides of the ball. I think it just really goes into you know the preparation part of it right now is you know really getting in there and watching the film together, you know quarterbacks, running backs, O linemen, I mean receivers, tight ends, just getting on the same page and understanding what's happening in front of you and uh, you know putting that time in. You know we we try to make four hours you know a week mandatory, but. Uh, you know, that's not nearly enough, um, but just because of the, the time frame of how much time we can have with the kids, too, and, and the amount of time we can have them up there. So, I mean, that's that's the big part of it, just really getting in there, honing in on what you're doing, and then and just playing physical from the get-go, just having the mindset that you're going to get after some guys, you know, once you get out there. Sometimes I feel like guys just want to fill it out instead of just getting after it from the get-go. And, and there's no filling out process in football. Either get after it or you don't. And when you don't, you know, those are the things that happen. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. We'll take another break. More Tiger Talk from the Golden Q after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Are you a good singer or are you horrible? The Golden Q doesn't judge your singing ability or lack thereof. The Golden Q is a no They just invite you in for a great time and they invite you to karaoke every Tuesday night. Whether you sing like Garth Brooks or Garth from Wayne's World, the microphone will be yours three and a half minutes at a time. Tuesday, December 7th, the Q will host a karaoke contest with big time prizes. Free karaoke every Tuesday at the Golden Q, 809 Ash in Hayes. Our clients know Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Brungard Hauer? Our CPA firm has helped clients for decades, over six of them to be exact. Our people are active in the community and we support local organizations. We not only serve large companies, but also small businesses and individuals of varying income levels too. If you have tax, accounting, or business problems and need solutions, give us a call. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. 
The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Third and goal, play action, Fuller dumps it to the tight end, Butkey, he's in! Touchdown, Fort A. State, Hunter Butkey hauls in his seventh touchdown catch of the year, and the Tigers now lead 19 to nothing with 4.06 to go here in the second quarter. Catch another one to put him up 27-0 at halftime. Hunter, another big day for four-day state. They roll by Northeastern State on Saturday, 64-6. We're live at the Golden Q, the home of Tiger Talk. Again, they're accepting applications for the Fort, which will be opening up soon. Their karaoke contest coming up on December 7th, and you'll want to try out their Burger of the Month, the Turkey Jamwich. It is something. There's a... A couple of options for that one. Of course, we told you about the um, the appetizer. The uh, and I don't know the name of it, but if you describe it, the the stuffing with the uh, with the beer batter, they'll know exactly what you're talking about and uh, get you going, get you ready for Thanksgiving here at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Gerard Brock, head coach Chris Brown uh, with you here for our final football installment of uh, Tiger Talk. We've got some questions we'll get to as we move along here in the program, but but one of them that came in, uh, biggest position area that you're going to be recruiting towards in 2022 as uh, we approach the final game of the regular season and that all-important recruiting season just around the corner. It is. You know, it starts, you know, Monday, a week from today, we'll, we'll be on the road recruiting. And, uh, you know, not that we wanted to already, but just kind of the way the season ended up. But the, the, we'll start out Monday hitting, you know, some different areas. But we're going to try to find the best kids that we can possibly can on the field, whether it's running back, whether it's wide receiver, whether it's old linemen, um, tight ends. I mean, every position, you know, we go recruit and try to find better than what we have now. And, and we let our kids know that, you know, as well. You know, we, we're going to do whatever we can to try to replace you. And if you don't want to be replaced – what are you going to do to make sure that you don't get replaced? And uh, that comes to their work in the weight room and, you know, in the off season and the things that they do. But, you know, I think every position you, you got to look at it and try to, to make better. And, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever kids we can find that we feel like are going to help our program, you know, we're going to bring those kids in. How, how do you go about doing that? Do, do, do you recruit by position or do coaches have a region? How, how does that go? And then if, say, uh, well, I guess I'll have you answer that first. How, do, how does that work when you go out and recruit? Just all different regions. You know, we have guys in different areas that, that hit, you know, like with the junior colleges, they'll have, you know, certain coaches have certain areas. Like Coach Dud will be in Iowa. Coach Bryant will be out in Texas. Um, Coach Ike is kind of, you know, southeast Kansas, northeast Oklahoma, you know, with those JUCOs. Um, Coach Harris will kind of be the El Dorado, you know, Butler or Butler and, uh, and Hutch. And then, you know, I do Garden Dodge and, you know, so we just kind of go all over the place, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep looking, and and it's it's by region. And if they see a guy that they like or a guy that they talk to, they'll get a hold of the coordinator and the position coach, and, and send them film for them to watch and evaluate to see if we want to bring this kid up on a visit or not. And then does, uh, that's kind of my next question. So then, 
say you're Coach Harris, you're a defensive coordinator, and you find a wide receiver. Does he then get with the with Coach Bryant, Coach McCray, and talk that over? And, and how does that go for that process? Once you start breaking down, it's a position you don't coach. Yeah, you do. You just, you know, hey, you've got this guy here at, you know, Butler Community College, and uh, he's, a, he's a good wide receiver. They like him. Here's his size. Here's his height or, you know, his weight and everything. And, hey, here's his video. So then they'll, you know, Coach Bryant will check it out, and Coach McCray will check it out as well. And, you know, if they like him, we'll do everything we can to get him on campus and, and get him offered. It's a it, it's intriguing and they, you know it really goes on year round the recruiting but it really really gets hot and heavy here for you guys and and unlike Division One who's got that December fifteenth early signing date Division Two Division Three you don't have that it's still going to be in, in February but but programs I mean obviously this is where you build your program here and the next after this uh, game on Saturday for the next uh, three or three or so months yeah it is it's, it's a busy time and you know it's it's happens through the season you know, we've had kids on campus already on you know on game day visits and and trying to get them interested in us as, as you know just to, to, to want to be Tigers and uh, it, it's a hard it's, it's a hard job you know it really is it just doesn't happen you know overnight I mean it's a lot of you know building relationships with the kids and, and their parents and, you know, and the coaches as well. And, uh, you know, trying to make sure that this is the best fit for them as well. And, you know, we want to make sure the kids are fit for us too. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it to making sure that, you know, we get the right kids that, that fit Fort Hay State and, and, and who we are. Tigers coming off a big win over Northeastern State. They've got a tough one to close out the regular season. Pittsburgh State, who had a heartbreaking loss, a block field goal basically on the final play of the game to give Washburn a, a victory and keep their playoff chances alive. We'll talk more about the Gorillas in just a little bit. We need to take another break. We'll get to some of those questions, more of the questions that were sent to us this week. A reminder, the Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Taco Shop where they have uh, dine-in, carry-out, or, of course, fast delivery, 625-7114, or they've got that handy Taco Shop app. You can use it, the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. More Tiger Talk from the Golden Q right after this break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Are you a good singer or are you horrible? The Golden Q doesn't judge your singing ability or lack thereof. The Golden Q is a no they just invite you in for a great time, and they invite you to karaoke every Tuesday night. Whether you sing like Garth Brooks or Garth from Wayne's World, the microphone will be yours three and a half minutes at a time. Tuesday, December 7th, the Q will host a karaoke contest with big-time prizes. Free karaoke every Tuesday at the Golden Q, 809 Ash in Hayes. When harvest starts, you need equipment at a dealership you can count on. BTI Equipment is your harvest headquarters with a full line of John Deere equipment, parts inventory, and highly trained service technicians to keep you up and running. Sign up for your no-cost winter service inspection now. Spots are filling up fast. Schedule your service request online anytime. Visit btiequip.com for details. Call BTI. BTI Equipment, our family in partnership with your family. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. 
Midwest Energy customers now have access to Customer Connect, a quick and easy way to see detailed energy usage online. To visit Customer Connect, just visit www.mwenergy.com, log into your account, and click on the Customer Connect logo. Once inside, you can see detailed electric and natural gas usage down to the hour and even set alerts to keep you on budget. Check out Customer Connect today. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Fuller rolls left, throws to the end zone. It is going to be battled for it. Caught! Ontario Birchfield! Touchdown! Ford Hay State, just his second touchdown catch of the year. He was battling triumphant Alatunji, who had an interception earlier in the end zone, and Birchfield just ripped it away from him. A 20-yard touchdown pass, and Ford Hay State adds to the lead. It's 33 to nothing. Four touchdown passes. That was a nice play by Birchfield. It was kind of a, a tie if you will and he ripped it away used that size and strength i know it's been a bit of a bit of struggle for him um he's an older guy and he was out of football for several years i'm sure it hasn't maybe gone quite the way he is like but it was a nice play there good to see him back in the end zone it was you know those are things that we're used to seeing him do you know on a on a weekly basis you know back in his his younger days i guess i just say but <laughs> you know he's still coming to work every day and doing the things we ask him to do he just you know, sometimes you just, you lose a little bit. You know, I still got it, and I'm sure you still got it. But oh. you know, he he might have lost. No, he he's done a good job. It just takes time to get it. it. Just takes time to get it back. And uh, you know, he, we're still glad he's out there. He's still working and doing the things we ask him to do. Manny Ramsey had a nice diving catch in the end zone. Just got it by the pylon. Um, we're sure we're going to see him after the the shot he took. Uh, I think it was a Washburn game, and then missed last week. Good to see him out there um, in, in limited duty, but made a nice touchdown grab as well. Yeah, just trying to keep him healthy, you know, and it's important, especially going into this week, that we have all of our guys uh, ready to go and ready to play. And uh, you know, we want to make sure we did get him some reps, but we, just, but we had to make sure we limited them. So uh, you know, we make sure he's ready for this week. So, but no, he did a good job, and it's play that it wasn't there then you know chance scrambled and he got where he needed to be and, and put it right on him and got the touchdown and matthew macy another young guy from andover central freshman had right before halftime had a big possession setting up a score and i think he had a big catch to set up your first score of the third quarter and then brett windsor made a nice grab uh, for you so you got some of the the young freshmen in uh, guys who we haven't seen play a whole lot but when their number was called they answered the they answered that call they did you know and it's, it's just them getting better you know week week in and week out and uh, you know and yearly i mean they're, they're still young in our you know our program right now and they're still trying to figure out how to play the wide receiver position because it's a lot different than it is you know in high school you got to run around a certain way and, and there's certain areas where you need to get to on on certain coverages and you know being in the right spot and, and being able to set up that route to uh, to get open so it, it just takes time and you know, those kids always think they're ready, but as a coach, you just know they're not quite there yet. And, you know, once it clicks and they see it, it's like, okay, now now they're ready and they're ready to roll, and, and they do a good job. Good. Some of the questions that were sent in, uh, some today, some throughout the week. And, again, we appreciate all those questions. Keep them coming. Chance to win some free food from the Golden Q. One of them has to do with the rules limiting practice time per week and, and contact drills and all the different types of practice drills that, that uh, have affected probably player development from what you've been able to to do in the past or the ability to prepare but uh, how are those rules affected that and, and then maybe the follow-up is 
how have you had to change your coaching with these rules and how you go about preparing for a season and then once you're in season preparing from game to game it's tough you know you get 20 hours a week you know with these young men and and that's including the game and the game itself you know costs you three hours you're talking about 17 hours you know a week to prepare these kids you know for a football game and uh that's including their weights. That's including the film study. That's including practice. And we talk about 17 hours. That's not very much. And you only get four hours a day, and that's the max you can have with them. So if they got weights, and then you got, you know, then you got your, uh, you know, your film sessions and things like that. Your your practice times get shortened down just a little bit. So it is hard. And then just the the contact itself and how many times you can. But you know, this day and age, it's these kids are big. They're strong, and uh, you know, probably limited a little bit of contact is good. But you kind of lose some of that physicalness of the game as well. And no board drills aren't there anymore. Oklahoma drills not there anymore. So now you're trying to figure out different ways to actually have, you know, game-type situations where it's one-on-one still, and these kids have got to make plays. And so you just talk with your coaches and try to figure things out and talk with other coaches to see what they're doing and, 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 and try to make them better. But I don't know coaching style-wise, you just you just try to stay to the grind and stay on them and, and make sure they're doing everything right and, and, and talk to them about being great. And But a lot of these kids got to have to – well, they have to do things on their own. And, and that's all there is to do. Either it's before practice or, you know, staying after to work on certain things. And uh, But the amount of time that we have with them is not very much. You mentioned Oklahoma drill. And we've talked – maybe last week we've talked about on the program about tackling. And you're starting to now get kids in the collegiate level that went through the high school level with some of these changes. And they've never – had to do some of these drills, some of these tackling drills that anyone older than them all had to do when they played football at the high school level and then obviously onto the collegiate level. You're starting to see them now play college football and maybe some of the effects of not just you, but we've seen it all around programs, maybe not tackling as well. And it takes half a season to kind of kind of get into it. I wonder how many kids, I mean, do they still know what the Oklahoma drill is? Because obviously you haven't run it in a while. No one else has run it in a while. You're starting to get kids come through when you have to say, when you bring up Oklahoma drill and they kind of look at you like, what are you talking about? Yeah, sometimes, but now you don't even get to say it anymore. You see the bull in the ring. You know, and they used to have a line of everybody just line up, and one person they just kind of try to shuck everybody off. I mean, it was crazy the oh, things that we first went through. day of pads always had yeah. to do the Oklahoma drill. You did it, and uh, it was just part of it, and it's part of toughness. And uh, so it's really hard to to just get that toughness part of the game, you know, really coached into your kids now. Either they got it or they don't. And uh, so I mean, that, that's the hardest part of the physicality, the toughness, the grind. Is kind of what you lose now, you know, when you can't really do the things that you want to do. You want you love. I bet you you're the kid who loved the Oklahoma drill. Loved it. I loved the show I drill. I loved the bowling ring. I loved anything that was contact. I loved it. I mean, because that, that was the game. I just, I know that was the part of the game I loved the most was the contact. Yeah, I was the kind of kid. I would have been stuck trying to have to do something against you. That's how it usually worked out for me. <laughs> That's why I would turn out to be a very good football player. Right, one more question, and we kind of talked about this about players in a professional level. One, since you've been at Fort Hayes, but but even since, I know you've had some um, right now. Nathan Shepard still playing. You get a chance to watch him a little bit on Sunday. Still doing a good job with the New York Jets. A um, couple of the Canadian Football League. I'm trying to think of any others. I think those are the only ones that you've been at Fort Hayes State. Uh, there have been a few that you coached at Washburn that have, have moved on to the NFL and playing. Yeah, there was a few that, that made them. They just didn't make the team. Like right. Dwayne, they made right. the Chicago exactly. and the Lindsay. You know, Daniel, Nathan, Nathan I can't wish yeah. those two. One of the two twins. With the Lions, <laughs> and then there's one with the indoor arena football, you know, as well, the Lindsay Twins, too. Mm-hmm. And Ed Williams with his Green Bay Packers right. for a little bit. So there's a few. And then, you know, Michael Wilhoyt, I coached there at Washburn, who played for the 49ers for a long mm-hmm. time. And then 
Joe Hastings was there, um, Trey Lewis, um, who played for the Falcons. And, you know, there, there's quite a few. And then even Doyen Jabot, or not Doyen, but uh, Doyen Jabot, yeah, he made to right. Chicago. And then uh, Pierre Desire got Pierre a coach Desire. in for one yeah. year, you know, but then he went to Lindenwood as well. So there, there's been, a, you know, quite a few. And, uh, you know, those it's always good to see those guys, you know, make it to the next level because that's, that's the ultimate goal. And, uh, you know, hopefully here we can get a few more, you know, from Fort Hayes to, to, to be in the NFL League. MIAA, I mean, for Division Two League, certainly has has had their their fair share of guys playing in the league, and then you see it. It seems like there's a big bigger trend for Division Two players. You're finding more and more of them playing on Sundays. That, that that's got to help in recruiting. And with the MIAA, um, if you're good, and, and, and I think Nathan Shepard's an example of the names you've mentioned before. If you're good, you play in our conference. You're going to get scouts look at you. You've got a chance to go to the league. That's got to help in recruiting a little bit, and where guys may hold out, try to go to a lower level, Division One, to convince them to, to come and play at the MIAA level and play for Fort Hayes. Yeah, it is. It's just the you know the amount of contacts that we have with the NFL, just you know in this conference and the number of kids that have played from this conference, you know, in the league that really helps you know get some of these kids here and, and instead, like you said, going to some lower one AA or, or something that they actually come play for us. And you know, you're on I-70. I mean, everybody's traveling I-70 and. You know, coming through here, I and mean, we get everybody stopping through just to see if we have kids or not. So, you know, it's cool to see those guys, and they'll talk to our kids as well. And, uh, you know, even when we're at different places playing, you'll see scouts there just, you know, evaluating different players from different teams. Yep, saw a couple. I know Missouri Western early on, the first road game of the year, so certainly had that opportunity. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your area John Deere dealer locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take our final break. We'll preview the Pitt State Gorillas this Saturday right after this here on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Are you a good singer or are you horrible? The Golden Q doesn't judge your singing ability or lack thereof. The Golden Q is a no judgment zone. They just invite you in for a great time and they invite you to karaoke every Tuesday night. Whether you sing like Garth Brooks or Garth from Wayne's World, the microphone will be yours three and a half minutes at a time. Tuesday, December 7th, the Q will host a karaoke contest with big-time prizes. Free karaoke every Tuesday at the Golden Q, 809 Ash in Hayes. Vision. Value. Integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders. Vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. The holidays are here. Let Next Tech sweeten things up with some extra cheer. Get internet that's reliable and fast. It's a gift that will last and last. Streaming movies on TV now can't be beat. HD and DVR are included free. What a treat. Get any new service and your first three months are free. This sweet deal is as sweet as can be. Just like Santa and all his reindeer, this deal only comes once a year. So visit nexttech.com today and have a happy, happy holiday. The most incredible tire sale on the face of the planet is going on now at GNL Tire and Automotive in Hayes. Huge savings on truck tires, car tires, and SUV tires. They have them for all driving conditions and budgets. Been putting it off? Get over to GNL Tire and Automotive now. An awesome selection, and you'll love the prices. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. 
Fuller hands it off to Robinson. Blast up the middle. He's got room to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Ford Hayes State! Clay Robinson and a huge hole as he ran behind Senatuli Teuhema, Tyler Lovett, and Christopher Strotter on that right side. That hole just opened up, and he takes it all the way into the end zone on a 32-yard touchdown run. One of the guys, third touchdown of the year. He got some big playing time and had his best run there as a Tiger. Real quick before we talk about Pittsburgh State, get your schedule. Tiger women's basketball Friday, 5.30 tip on the air at 5.05 on Tiger Radio Mix 103. We've got four-day state, Pitt State Saturday, followed by four-day state men's basketball on Saturday evening. And then Sunday afternoon, the Tigers at home. And then we'll have the women's game from St. Joe on Saturday. Jonathan Zweiger will have the call right here on KAYS. That's a one 30 tip. Four-day state football wrapping it up with Pittsburgh State. Real quick, the Gorillas uh, probably out of the playoff hunt now, losing to Washburn, but a really, really good football team. Uh, not their first-year head coach, but their first full season with a head coach. Much different than them from what they've done in the past? Uh, good for them. I mean, they throw the ball a lot more than they used to, um, and they you know, they do run the ball very well. They got big, they're got big up front. Um, defensively, a little bit different than what we're used to, to seeing, but you know we'll just have to make those adjustments. But a very good football team. And the games they have lost haven't been by very much, and, uh, you know, we're going to be ready for them. Well, it's become a big game. You've, you've kind of had their number here as of late, but uh, another big in-state rivalry game. We talked about recruiting. It's got to be a big one to go out there, and I'm sure you'll be going head-to-head with them for some players. Yeah, we will, and, uh, you know, this is going to be a huge game for us as well as for them, and uh, we just got to do our best and, and, and try to win this ball game and be physical. Not a big senior class, but you'll be honoring those seven before kickoff on Saturday. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us every Monday. Let's close this season out with a victory on Saturday against those gorillas. Yes, sir. Thank you, George, for all you do. There you go. Head coach Chris Brown. Again, it's a 1 o'clock kick. We'll be on the air at noon Saturday from Lewis Field, the Tigers and Pittsburgh State, right here on the Tiger Sports Network and Tiger Radio Mix 103. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and GNL Tire and Automotive. And, of course, live Mondays, 12-15 from the Golden Q. Our first basketball program next Monday, Tony Hobson, Mark Johnson. We hope you can join us. Till then, for Amy B., this is Gerard Walbrock. So long, everyone.